Josh Williams here, and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 34 for Wednesday, January 3rd, 2018. How about that, guys? It is the new year. Uh, happy New Year, everybody. How was your New Year's? How was your uh, your tail end of the Christmas holidays, right? It's Wednesday for you guys. Uh, it is actually January 1st for myself. I'm taking this opportunity, the fact that I'm not working, be it the day or the evening this week, I'm thoroughly enjoying well, of course I'm working. I'm working on the podcast, right? There's work that goes into that. But I'm not I'm not wearing pants. That's that's what's most important to me. So that I didn't have to put on pants so far today. Um but it was happy uh, happy new year guys to you. Uh, I hope um you know, I hope that everything was good to you, uh you know, that uh you know, you've got some new resolutions and things like that. I'm going to be talking about you know, my week at absolute comedy and New Year's Eve and some of the uh the ups and downs of 2017 for myself and, uh, and some things, you know, uh, that I'm going to be looking forward to doing in the new year. Um, but I mean, like just diving right into it. I, uh, I had a great, I had a great week last week. Um, I got to be a comedian again and, uh, just night after night on stage. It's been a while since I've done shows like, uh, clubs. I mean, obviously he's doing a lot of Christmas stuff, but you kind of, Kind of just grin and bear it. I mean, you guys were listening a lot of it. A lot of the, the stuff was, you know, good money, but not the best circumstances for comedy it was almost like destined to fail kind of thing. Um, in some of the cases, but of course at absolute comedy, uh, everything is set up to succeed masterfully. And, uh, and it did, I had a great week, uh, headliner, Jason Blanchard was outstanding and, uh, and Sam Damaris was featuring headliner himself as well. Um, it was a, it was a great week to be able to spend, uh, with the guys doing comedy night after night in a, in a good environment for it. Um, and just being, uh, just remembering what it's like to laugh <laughs> and, uh, you know, and just and feel good. I gotta be honest with you guys. It, it felt good, uh, to make people laugh, to see people excited and, and, you know, coming up after the shows and just saying hey, a great time. We had, uh, we had great shows all week. Um, nothing stands out, you know, uh, off the top of my head, nothing really stands out. Um, you know, story-wise, tell you guys, just, it just was a good feeling all week. Um, I had drinks some nights. I even did bad stuff in the sense that I, you know, uh, we'd work all night and I had rushed from the day job, um, all the way to, uh, you know, home shower change and then back to the club. So I did get late night pizza a couple times last week. I'm not proud of it. I'm not bragging, but I am holding fast to 2018. No exceptions, no slips. Uh, shy of outside on the street, of course. Um, but yeah, I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be a good boy in regards to that, but I had a, a great week. I was at work during the days. Uh, you know, it was post boxing day, um, <laughs> customers all week. So everyone was trying to return and exchange things for, for prices. We had no stock. Um, so the, the day job went fine, but, uh, nothing, nothing exciting there. You know, sorry to start the uh, podcast off with kind of low notes. My, uh, you know, my, uh, just, just letting you guys know kind of how the week was. It was retail by day and comedian by night. And, uh, but I had a good time. I was, I was more myself during the day. I was less, uh, complainy. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I don't want to say like, I'm, I'm not miserable or, or, or angry or grouchy or anything. Just, um. Just, you know, for those of you who've been listening for some time, you know, that the last couple of months have been a little rough and, um, you know, when you're in a slump, 
The last thing you want to do is stand around in a uniform and uh, and work minimum wage. <laughs> so, anyways, I'm feeling uh, I'm I'm feeling good. Um, I'm excited to, to kick off 2018. Um, you know, and and looking forward to things. Sometimes I'm I'm gonna go uh, even as soon as I'm done recording the podcast. I'm gonna go hang out with my brother and his wife and some of his friends. I'm gonna p- play some board games. Gonna do some nerdy stuff and try to uh, enjoy the day. When that's over, I'm gonna come home and I'm gonna play some video games. Um. But I'm going to just drink, uh, drink water and, and have, you know, clementines and chew on romaine lettuce. And that will be, uh, that will be what I eat now from, from here to eternity. Uh, (laughs) maybe I should just, uh, get the diabetes and die, right? Gotta live. It's almost like, uh, being strapped to a bed and be like, as long as we keep you in this room, you will live. You'll be safe. It's like, but I'll have no experiences. I'll have nothing to live for. It feels like that sometimes, eh? When you do diets and things like that, or we try to cut, it's like, you can't do this anymore. I don't know. That's way too deep a thought that I was, <laughs> wasn't really looking to go down that road or anything. But isn't that interesting? Isn't that a part of things where you just like, you know, if you cut this out, then you'll, you'll enjoy it. You're like, yeah, but is it worth, is it worth doing? It's, it's funny. I actually had, um, sorry, that's what the podcast says, right? I think about something, I go all over the place. I had a conversation with, uh, with somebody after one of the shows this week who works, uh, in a hair salon. Um, but they also work for like hair, like a hair, uh, they said restoration or whatnot. But what they actually do is they also help people, uh, undergoing chemotherapy, get like wigs and, and find proper, you know, hair, uh, not transplants, but, uh, aesthetic things like they're called wigs. It just sounds bad. They help them find wigs, but they find, uh, they, they help people with cancer. And, and, and she was mentioning that some of the people are like, you know, really positive and some of them are like super, super miserable. I mean, and, and again, no one's going to judge them for being upset. It's not a good, you know, diagnosis and stuff like that. But, uh, it's, um, it's an interesting, uh, you know, thing because when I was talking with her, she was saying how like, you know, these people, like some of them, I actually started to become friends with and, and saw on a regular basis. And I was like, oh no, I don't want that because this person's going to be like gone in six months. I, I think they weren't, I mean, obviously that sounds very selfish, but that, that wasn't her intention. I was, I was following along. She's basically just saying like, you know, you don't want to be developing relationships just because you know that ultimately it's going to end, uh, the, you know, the way it often does in that case. But, uh, I thought it was interesting because I'm like, it's funny that we as people have this notion that we're, we're guaranteed a certain amount of time, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying anything that nobody else has said before, but it's just interesting when it's like, oh, you know, and she's going to be gone in six months. I'm like, she could be gone tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like in terms of, you don't know what's going to happen to it. Everyone says, oh, you could get hit by a bus, but you could get hit by a bus. You could slip and fall down a flight of stairs. You could you know, like, and, and not just her, you could, she might have six months more than you do. Do you know what I mean? You could be the one who's dying first. So it's, it's just one of those things that you don't always like, I'm like, Oh, well, if I don't have diabetes, then I'm going to live longer, you know, work this off. You don't know when your fucking life's going to end. So you spend all, all your life trying not to, uh, you know, have anything bad happen or anything like that. And you could end up missing some stuff. And that's how far I go when I contemplate continuing to eat this fucking rabbit food that I'm on all the time. <laughs> So I, I'm, I'm going to be taking better care of myself. Lots of good, positive things to report, but I tell you, it is, uh, it is difficult because the stuff that I just, I'm telling you right now, you know how people are like, you know, Elon Musk is inventing solar tiles that you put on your fucking roof and they're, they're, you know, coming up with alternative fuel sources. I'm telling you if, if a motherfucker can figure out how to make good, like food, that's good for you actually taste good. That's the guy who's going to be a fucking see you later. Uh, 
Mark Zuckerberg and Bill Gates. We found our new fucking king of the riches. Somebody who can make tofu and Brussels sprouts and lettuce taste good. That's the fucking person. Try try that alternative fuel source. They're like, oh, it's good to eat vegetables now. And I know there's people out there who are like, oh, it's no vegetable. You just, if you eat it all the time, it starts to taste good. Yeah, you have to, your brain will have to adapt to the condition, right? It's like being whipped in 50 shades of gray. Eventually you stop feeling it. Your fucking skin goes numb to it. You know, I don't fucking know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's a thing. Uh, doing the lettuce. What the fuck? I, I, you know, every episode I'm like, ah, we're going to start with a nice little flow, right? Just tell you guys what's going on. And then I go way off in left field with, with the thought process in my head. But that's why you guys uh, tune in to hear what it sounds like on the inside of my head. I just, just say what I'm thinking and it's always something goofy, but uh, yeah. So I'm going to have some fun tonight. I'm looking forward to 2018. I'm i I'm going to summarize I, uh, I have, uh, I'm gonna share with you guys what some of my ups and downs were in 2017. A lot of you aware because you were here and listening to them, but for anyone, uh, who's interested in a little summary of, uh, of the ups and downs, one of the good news, uh, one of the good things of, of 2017 is I found a doctor. I didn't have a GP general practitioner. Um, but I do now I have a wonderful doctor. Dr. Girth is his name, which is great uh, to be a fat man showing up. What's your doctor name? Dr. Girth sounds like, uh, you know, Atkins or something like that, you know? Dr. Olstein, what's that fucking one uh, with like, I don't know, it's a Canadian thing, but there's like a doctor in Toronto that helps people lose weight. I can't remember it, of course. That's me. None of the details of the things I want to talk about. <laughs> hey, maybe that should be one of my New Year's resolutions. Don't open my fucking mouth unless I know exactly what it is I'm going to talk about. Dr. Bernstein, boom. I knew if I stuck with it long enough, right? The, the face hole was going, my brain was still turning over. Dr. fucking Bernstein. But it should still be one of my resolutions to make sure that I'm, uh, I'm aware of what I'm talking about before I start yapping. But uh, I found a doctor. That was an upside. Downside, that doctor found diabetes. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. Take the good with the bad, I guess. But uh, I'm really excited still to be moving forward. The sky. Um, you know, we're gonna we're gonna see what we can find, see what we can fix, see uh, if we can make my life better. And I, and I know, guys, too, that. Once we start making progress with the health and I start dropping the pounds and we start finding like, I'm, I'm going to be in a better position. You know what I mean? Like I am now that I'm moving forward and stuff like that with my life And this is prior to, to crystal being gone. But, um, you know, now that I'm in a, in a direction where I'm trying to think, I mean, I'm, I'm stripping off layers of fear. You know what I mean? Like I, I carried a lot of fear and a lot of anxiety and stuff with me for years and years and years. And, uh, you know, and into, into the relationship and, uh, and still out on the back end too, you know, I didn't leave it there. Um, still with me. So the more and more things that I get where I can figure more stuff out and, and, you know, start to feel better, about myself get more active, you know, I, I like being active. Um, I do, I just, it, it hurts to be overly active, uh, because of all the issues that I have in my core. Like, it's funny. I've had coworkers say, you know, you're a really weird shaped fat guy. You know, you just seem to be big around the midsection. I'm like, well, that's happens to be the only section that hurts when I try to do anything actively with it. So, um, I'm, I'm excited as well. I'm trying to say, as I'm excited to see where it goes and you know, the, the better I do health wise, the better I'm going to feel better. I feel the more things I can do, the more I can do, the more productive I'm going to feel just, and generally speaking, uh, move, move in a happy direction. So every day I'm just going to start, uh, you know, as, uh, as certain people say, uh, I'm just going to pick the direction I want my, my life to go in and just start walking in that direction every day. So 
So I'm excited about that. That was an up part. Uh, you know, I started working for Splash, which is a, a great company out of Toronto. They're the ones that have me doing the PlayStation VR stuff and hosting the, uh, you know, video game tournaments and stuff like that in the Cineplex theaters. Um, very, very cool working with them. I was going to be doing a, a wine initiative with them in December, but I was working too much. So I gave it to uh, my friend Dave, who apparently did an outstanding job and had a great time doing that. So, um, just th that's been a great thing because I've got lots of work from them. I seem to have a very good relationship with them and I, uh, it's just, it's just a great side thing to have with comedy as well, because they're very cool people. It's good money. I love doing it. And they're, it's basically me being me, you know, I, I'm paid to, uh, to bring my, my personality to the table and, uh, you know, send it out where, so I, it feels great. So that was another great part of 2017. Um, I left open mic Mondays. Um, and while, you know, it's, it's kind of sad to leave something that I, uh, you know, I worked so hard on to develop and, and bring over the years. Um, it, it's great that it's afforded me now it's, it's less stress during the week. Um, I know like, you know, I, I, basically at this time I would be starting to get ready to go there and spend my entire night, um, at open mic Mondays, but now it's a, a thing that, uh, it's someone else's thing to, to, to do and whatnot. Um, I, uh, I remember when I was, when I was handing everything over to Brendan uh, McKeegan, who's running it now. Um, Brendan's like, Hey, thanks a lot, man. I go, no, 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 thank you. You know? And then the back of my head, I'm like, I feel like I'm swearing somebody else in as captain on a ship that's sinking and be like, okay, you go down with the ship. I'm going to go ahead to the lifeboats. Um, but, uh, but yeah, open mic Mondays is, uh, is, is a great show. I'm, I'm very happy to have been, uh, I'm very happy to have held, you know, co-founded it and uh, to have had it for so long. Um, it's a great staple for comedy in the city. Um, but uh, but my time with it and, and being so close to it is uh, is over. And that's a great thing. Another thing that happened in 2017, um, I started working at The Source. We both know whether or not that is an up or down for me. Um, but I'm still there. <laughs> and, um, you know, like we're, we're going to see where it goes. Christmas was great. It was busy. It was a nice distraction. Um and we'll see, uh, we'll see how it is going in the new year. Like I said, my, um, I'm, I'm enjoying being there more. Um, but it is, uh, it is still one of the things that's very difficult about being a comedian, uh, in the sense that I can't just give a place five days a week and open availability, especially, you know, it's not a Monday to Friday, nine to five. It is a seven day a week, you know, nine to nine place. And apparently I found out just over the last week or so that, um, I have to give them, you know, I give them my availability, which is basically like most weeks I'm like, yeah, you can, you can book me when you'd like, try not to book me on the weekends. Um, but because that was the availability that I gave, um, apparently they can just change what my shifts are 24 hours out. So I can, I can go to work on a Friday and be off on the Saturday and, uh, and, you know, go like, I'm going to get grocery shopping done. I'm going to run some errands. And then without notice, uh, they can basically just take and book me the next day. And, uh, I was talking to Josh, my, uh, my manager about that. And he was like, yeah, unfortunately, like, that's what we can do. It's 24 hours. You know, you have to, you give us the availability. We can change it. I go, well, how, how's anyone supposed to live a life that way? Like if, if you, I look at my schedule and go, okay, that's my schedule. And I book appointments or errands or, or get togethers. And then just the day before you guys can change it, I go, that's I mean, I'm sure everyone listening is like, that's fucking bullshit. Like I get giving them two weeks notice or something on something, but once your schedule is posted, unless they ask you. So anyways, the point that I'm making is 
I, I, that's why I need things like Splash and Uber and when I was working at Domino's and stuff like that. The jobs that are, that are understandably flexible and know that they are not the be all and end all of my life. So that you guys know, when I worked for TELUS, that was the case. They really tried to get in the way of stand-up comedy and I left them. Bell was great for the first year and then really they decided too that they wanted me to make them their number one focus because look how much money you're making. Um... But you know, at the end of the day, it's uh, stand-up's the, the the number one. So if uh, if stuff at the source stays good in terms of you know, like I'm I'm able to to go in there and make some money and work a couple days a week, perfect. But if it's going to get to that point where you know I'm five days a week and they're they're changing things on me with 24 hours notice and this and that, um, well, they will be one of the good news things in 2018's list that I've left them. So. Um, I'm still there for now, but we'll, uh, we'll see how it goes. Obviously a, uh, you know, a low point of the year was, uh, was Crystal and I not being together anymore for me, but, uh, I got to say in the time that I've had, um, you know, apart, um, I'm starting to, to realize more and more things. Um, and, um, and it's looking like, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's going to end up being one of the ups of 2017. Um, again, no, no animosity towards, you know, um, I, I did see her and the kids on boxing day and, uh, it wasn't the, um, it wasn't the time together that I was kind of hoping for. Um, you know, uh, uh, very briefly, just in case anyone's interested, I actually ended up getting uh, Michaela something that crystal had already gotten her. So I, I walked in the door. She's like, guess what I got for Christmas? I got this, this, that. And then I'm like, uh, I was, I was happy for her, but of course my heart sank. And that's what happens when you don't talk anymore is, you know, people buy things, do things, whatever. Um, in fact, they were planning to like go to a movie like, like after I was there. So that was, uh, I, I gotta say that kind of, uh, that was kind of a bit of a bummer. I, I knew I wasn't going to see them for a while. So, um, when I was like, I'm going to come over, I had to, I got stuck working too. That was, that was the day that, that switched. I was supposed to have boxing day off. And then, you know, the, the day before it was like, oh no, you're working now until like nine o'clock. So anywho, uh, managed to get my shift changed and, um, saw the kids, but when I went in, they were like, oh, and we're going to go to a movie soon. So like, it's like, you know, like two hours, it was, it felt railroaded. So I was kind of like, Hey, let's, I'm not going to see you guys for a while. Let's have a, you know, some time, you know, to open gifts and maybe, maybe play with some of your gifts, show you guys some stuff I got. So, um, but it was like, no, they, they had a movie that they had tickets for afterwards. So, um, it's, uh, that's that, that was, again, it is what it is, right? I mean, maybe it's part of me holding on thinking that, um, you know, they're going to be as excited to see me as, as I am to see them. Um, but, uh, that's, that's another thing about life is to, to learn how to manage your expectations. Cause that's the quickest way to disappoint yourself is to expect something. So, um, and then, uh, you know, Crystal and I chatted a little bit afterwards, but it's, it's just kind of, uh, it's kind of the way things are. Um, you know, I, I don't really, uh, it's one of those things where like, I want to, you guys, I'm sure you've heard it before. People who've listened to the podcast, any new listeners, I apologize for a bit of a, a bump in the road right now, but, um, you guys know that I do my best to be transparent with you. The only thing is that when it involves somebody else, um, I, I do my, my best to be respectful. Um, I don't know, you know, what she would want shared and whatnot, but, um, you know, at the end of the day, I'm trying to be more honest with myself. So the conversation that we had was basically, she's just, you know, I'm not mad at you. I'm just, uh, you know, I don't blame you. I blame us, you know, yada, yada. Um, she might be trying to kill me though. Um, 
only in the sense that for Christmas, she gave me, uh, some, some baked goods, um, which were, which were, were very nice. Um, just I'm diabetic now. So it's like, here's cookies for Christmas. I'm like, you want me dead? Um, but yeah, so I, it was just, uh, it, it wasn't the night that I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be, you know, spend some time with the, the kids, have some fun. And then, uh, who knows, who knows, but that's, that's those expectations. Anywho, um, moving forward after I was done there, I actually, uh, went to my brother's house to drop something off, uh, crystal. He had lent uh, crystal and I, uh, a board game of his. So I went to drop it off to him afterwards and I ended up going in and sitting with him and his lovely wife, Alexandra and having, you know, conversations. Cause, uh, you know, I was a little, a uh, little, dis- I don't want to say distraught, but, uh, you know, my, my, my feelings, the, the, the wound was picked out a little. So, uh, had a conversation with them and I, and I actually had a, a few little, you know, revelations and things like that in the conversation. So like I said, um, starting to feel better, you know, um, not, not perfect and I'm still healing, but, um, again, just, just wrapping up the, uh, the 2017 stuff. It's, uh, it's going to be a good year. Thanks for listening and, and enduring that, uh, long diatribe. It's, uh, Yeah. So we'll see. Um, and then the last thing that happened in 2017 that I am particularly was a big up for me was the one man podcast. Um, I started just yakking about nothing and, uh, and here we are seven, eight months later and, uh, still yakking, still yakking, but, uh, I, I enjoy it. It's a, it's an outlet and I love the fact that you guys are out there listening and, um, and contributing and, and everything like that. I just, I really, really appreciate it. Thank you very much to, to Mike, another uh, listener who contributed some, uh, some, some, some credits there, some, uh, some stuff for, uh, the off So I do appreciate that. I'm going to be remastering some of the, uh, remastering. Yeah. We've got hits and classics already. Um, some of the interviews that I did with other comics, um, prior to using off the sound, I've heard them in cars and stuff like that. Just, you know, people wanted to throw something on and, uh, I've, I've heard them on the back end and they don't, um, the audio quality is not outstanding, even though right now, uh, you know, I, I can hear everything in my ears. Everything sounds great. If I was to listen to it on my you know phone or, or speakers, it would sound great if it sounded the way I'm hearing it right now, but it, it doesn't, I, by the time I, I put it out there, it's, it's somehow changed. So. Um, so now that I use off it's, it's taking a lot, uh, you know, doing a lot better job with all that stuff. Um, so I'm going to keep doing that and I'm going to try to remaster some of the other ones. So thank you for your generous donations. Um, you know, with that, I'm able to actually go back and, and take the extra episodes and stuff like that and, and put them through the filter again. So, um, in time I'll be releasing more, uh, more of the old stuff with, with better sound. Um, so thanks so much for that, Mike. And, um, and, and with that, I'll tell you guys that, uh, my new year's resolutions, not, not too, too many. All I know is that I'm going to stick to this sort of eat to live diet for now. I was getting results and, uh, that's the name of the book that the, um, you know, I, I, I say diet and every time I say diet, everybody says the same, well, the people who want to respond, say the same thing, which is, you know, diets aren't good, man. Diets are meant to end and they're So just know when I say diet, I am referring to, you know, lifestyle, this is the lifestyle I'm trying to do, not a, uh, you know, a temporary diet or whatever, but, um, I was getting good results when I was being strict on it and, uh, I want to continue to get good results. So I'm going to, uh, I'm going to stick with that. I'm use one of my new year's resolutions to stick to that. And while I'm sticking to that, I want to learn more about intermittent fasting. Um, that's what my boss, Josh at work is all about. Uh, Jason Blanchard, who I spoke, you know, spent the, the week with at absolute comedy, he's doing that and getting good results. Um, I actually, uh, Sam Damaris, myself and Jason, 
uh, went to, uh, to lunch or sorry, breakfast the other day. And, uh, you know, with, uh, with another podcast listener, Andrea, she was there as well. And, um, we just had a bunch of great conversations, but, but, uh, Jason was talking all about the intermittent fasting and the results he's getting, um, Last night, New Year's Eve, I was speaking with Logan, one of the comedians and, uh, and employees at Absolute Comedy, and he was saying that he's doing the intermittent fasting thing. So that seems to be something that a lot of people um, are, are doing and, and are basically saying that they're getting really good results from. So uh, again, before I start running my mouth about what I know about it, not really having it researched, okay, basically fucking I'm prefacing it, uh, asterisk that, uh, sorry, disclaimer is what I was looking for. Um, I don't know all about it. All I know is that apparently your body goes into a repair mode and a fat burning mode and things like that when you're not eating. So if you're constantly eating, like people are saying, oh, you're supposed to have a bunch of tiny meals and whatnot. Um, apparently that if you're constantly eating and you're always saying you don't give your body a chance to go into this repair mode that starts f healing itself and, and burning fat and whatnot. Um, so to fast, right. Um, I know that Josh, I think he stops eating at 9 PM and then he doesn't eat again until 1 PM the next day. Um, I think, uh, Jason Blanchard was saying like, he stops eating at like seven and then won't eat until like noon or something the next day. Um, or sometimes even three. So I, I don't really know. It's, I, I guess it's different for everybody perhaps, or almost like everything else. Maybe everyone's just doing it their own way and lots of them are wrong. Who knows? But I'd like to learn more about that because it seems to be, um, a interesting topic of conversation. And it's, it's funny too, because I know that people say you're supposed to eat a lot during the day because it, it continues, uh, your metabolism, right? So your, your metabolism comes on, it's burning fat and to keep eating little bits basically keeps the metabolism on and burning, right? It's like turning on the heat in the wintertime, keep it on and burning. And, um, so yeah, but of course the trade-off with that is that you don't, your body doesn't go into this healing mode, but then you do the healing mode and you're fasting and then your metabolism isn't on and, and firing. And apparently also eating a lot, little bits is constantly spiking your, your insulin levels in your body, which is again, something directly related to diabetes. So, you know, fuck, you can't win. It's like with every, with every one thing that you do, there's, there's a trade-off on the other side. So I'm just, uh. The eat to live is working for me. I'm going to do that, but I'd like to learn more about this intermittent fasting thing because I think I'd actually do a better job of not eating, um, for periods of time. And then when I am eating, being able to eat a little bit more than just lettuce and, and berries and shit like that. Like, I really do feel like I'm a fucking deer foraging through the forest when it's time to eat, you know? Not, not because of the activity levels, just like, oh, what can I eat? Ooh, a, a handful of raspberries, maybe a couple of walnuts if I'm a good bitch. You know, and even then it's like, it's like, no, that's way too much fat for you, you know? So yeah, I think I'd, I think I'd rather, you know, be able to have, uh, potatoes and, and, and some steamed vegetables and, you know, maybe some sort of protein. I, I, uh, I, I'd also like to go vegan this year. You know, I, ah, oh, Jesus, open up another conversation. I, I care about animals. I'm not a, I'm not a hippie or anything like that. I just, if I don't have to kill something to live. I'd probably feel better, but myself just overall, do you, I'm not judging anybody. I'm just saying that like 35 years in, I watched something the other day and it's, it's nothing new. It's just another, you know, example and perspective on it. But I really am getting to a point where I'm like, I don't want it. If I can, if I don't have to kill something to, to, to live, then I, then I shouldn't. That's like, that's one of the worst things about human beings. Um, it's just that we, we can live without killing animals and we do it anyways because they taste good. You know what I mean? Oh God, I'm not even trying to build examples, but it's like, it's like, ah, 
You know, you don't have to rape people. Eh, I know, but it, uh, it feels good to me when I do it, you know? So extreme example, I know meat eaters. I know, I know a lot of you are very, you know, butcher animals yourselves and stuff. I get it. I just, um, it's funny too, because like cows can live like 25 years and they get like fucking butchered 18 months, shit like that. Or it's just like, you know, it's like, oh, they're free range. It's like, yeah, but they still lived a fraction of their lives. Like we, we whine and bitch when someone kills a kid. And I'm not saying it's not, eh, no, no big deal when you kill a kid, but I'm saying that like, it's sad when a kid dies, right? Because they had so much to live for and you never knew it, blah, blah, blah. But then we just, as soon as an animal's big enough to eat, kill it. Like don't let it live its life. You know, if we were killing old cows, you know, like when, when someone, when someone hits an old person, we don't give a fuck. And I'm just joking, <laughs> you know, ah, yeah, we're going to die soon anyways. Right. Who are you, who are you hurting? You know, that's one more spot available in the parking lots. And it's somebody you don't get stuck behind in rush hour. It's great. Um, that's all I'm saying is we don't care when it's an animal. Let, let them live their full lives. Yeah. Free reign's great. But would you give a fuck if it's like, it's like, listen, your kid's going to be locked up in a cage or we're going to let them run around out and play in the sandbox when we kill them at two and a half years old. I'm like, well, just, just don't kill them anyways. So that's going to be something. And I promise I won't get preachy or anything like that. I just, I happen to know a lot of vegans. I am in the entertainment industry and a lot of people are big on health and nutrition and stuff there. So I'm going to give it a try and see how, uh, how far with that I can go. Um, I also want to create more of a regular routine for myself, uh, difficult with all the different things that I do, but since I don't have, you know, open mic Mondays anymore and it's the new year, comedy slows down a little bit. I'm hoping to be able to have a routine for when I record the podcast and have a routine for, you know, going to the gym. Cause that's something else that's on my list. I want to go to the gym regularly and, uh, you know, and just as some friends have suggested, because I can't do too, too much without risking aggravating an injury, just jump on the treadmill peak incline, you know, get that heart rate up and, uh, and going. So I'll do that. I'll go to the gym and I'll do that. And then I'll, I'll do some arms and stuff like that just to help burn some fat, maybe some leg stuff, simple leg stuff. Cause, uh, the biggest muscle group in your body is apparently in your legs and, uh, you, you, you know, use those muscles, you burn the most fat. So bibbity bobbity, that's what I'm going to do. And then, uh, and then finally, what I think is the most important one is I'm going to strive to not be in a relationship uh, for all of 2018. And I'm not saying I'm going to blind myself and put up walls or anything like that. It's just that, uh, where I'm at right now, I'm, uh, still very, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very lonely. I'm a piece people person. I like being around other people. I like, uh, having deep conversations and confiding in people. And, um, you know, and I'm, and I, but I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm a little, uh, needy just in terms of like needing someone. And that's part of, uh, you know, that's, that's part of the, uh, the codependent stuff is just that, that, that need of someone else. And I really, really need to, you know, get to know myself better and things like that and, and start really finding out what's important to me. My brother, my brother used a great, um, metaphor. Um, I'm, I'm certain it's not his, but, but if it is, I apologize. But just one of the things he was saying is that like, you know, a lot of people are on like highways together or whatever. And sometimes, you know, it's, uh you know, they, they, it's their exit, you know, they have to get off. It's not, it's not the direction they're going. It's nice when you can be on the same highway with someone for a long time. And hopefully you're both going in the same direction for as long as you can. But every now and again, you know, you get to a point in your life where it's their exit. And, um, and that's where it's, that's where it is for Crystal and I, and I'm not looking to loop back because, uh, you know, that's, that's what we were doing for a while, kept looping back. And, um, 
I, I did a lot of sacrificing of who I was in that relationship. Um, I gave up, uh, in, 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 in large ways on my standup career. Um, I, I didn't focus on the things that were important to me. I stopped doing things that were important to me. Um, and, uh, and that's, that's not who I want to be. So, um, Jesus Christ, I was really, I swear I was really adamant about making this a fun, upbeat, exciting, you know, address the stuff, but move forward. So I apologize, but you know what guys, it's almost like I don't even, I, I, I'm so busy sometimes that I don't even get a chance to sit down with my own thoughts. So here, that's, that's part of the same resolution, right? As I start talking about it here with you guys and then, you know, and then I just, I, I start to turn things over and, and look at them and then it goes from ha 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 to like, and then I fucking, and then it just goes real, real down and, and whatnot. I'm not trying to be that way. I'm just saying. I clearly don't spend enough time with my, my, you know, focusing on the things that are important to me. Um, and, uh, and I need to do that. I need to, I need to, to be patient and know that it's going to take a while. Um, and to not compromise. If I find somebody that, that wants to, you know, that, that appreciates me for, for who I am and isn't looking for me to be something different, then, then that's cool. And that's the same thing. I don't want to meet somebody and want them to be someone different. I want them to be them, you know? Um, and I think just, uh, I think in the relationship, both of us were, were waiting for the other person to, to, to be who we wanted them to be. And that just never happened. So sad, there was real love, but, uh, but that's that. So the biggest one I think is, is, you know, I, like I said, I'm, I am, uh, I'm needy in the sense that I, I really, I'm really missing, uh, the companionship and the feeling of, of loneliness can be pretty big and bleak at times. Um, you know, and like I said, I do my best to, to tell you guys, you know, and be, be open, uh, about what's going on and where I'm coming from. But, uh, it is, it is tough, especially like even, even last night at new year's was really, really tough because like I said, it, that's a couple's night. Right. And even the other comics on the show had like, uh, you know, people to sh people who showed up to who they'd met in the last week or whatever. And that's fucking not appealing in the slightest to me, but, but just the idea is it was, I, you know, and maybe it's just the perspective, right? When you're in it, it's very easy to, to, you know, feel like you're the only one who's going through it. Uh, you know, but anyways, it, it was, a it was a lonely night and, um, yeah. So 2018 onward and upward. Uh, self-love, taking care of myself, putting myself first and, uh, and getting to know myself and, uh, and making these fucking podcasts funnier and less depressing. So I'm looking forward to new experiences. I'm going to start doing things that I want to do. Um, I'd like to travel some more. I'd like to, I, one of the things I enjoyed early on the podcast is when Crystal and I were, were traveling and we were doing things. Um, it's more fun stuff to talk about more experiences I get to share with you guys. Um, and it's, and it's, and it's cool. It's, it's something to look forward to. So yeah, 2018 is gonna be great. Um, I, uh, and I'm looking forward to that, you know, uh, and also just part, uh, part of life is, is learning to appreciate the little things. Do you know what I mean? Just, uh, the, the, the most cliched thing to say always, but the, uh, the little things, the little things are important, right? Stop and smell the roses because you could get hit by a bus tomorrow. You could fall down a flight of stairs. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and you never know. And speaking of little things, everybody, we're moving right to, uh, right to my partners at portable press, uncle John's bathroom readers, right? Portablepress.com. And, uh, this article that I picked is from the, uh, uncle John's heavy duty bathroom reader called little things mean a lot. 
And that's why I thought I would go with this one today. Um, this, this article is actually about little, little teeny mistakes, right? So, so you can enjoy the little things and you can also have little things do, uh, do, you know, some damage, but little things mean a lot. The devil's in the details, says an old proverb. It's true. Sometimes the littlest things can cause big problems. The wrong email list. In April, 2009, more than 30,000 applicants to the University of California, San Diego received an email that began, we're thrilled that you've been admitted to US, or sorry, UC San Diego, and we're showcasing our beautiful campus on uh, admit day. Thousands of excited students shared the good news and started booking flights and hotel rooms. But two hours later, those same applicants received a second email from UCSD informing them that the first one was a mistake. In all humility, I ask that you please accept my apologies, wrote admissions director May Brown, who later explained that the first email was supposed to go only to the 18,000 applicants who had been accepted, but it was accidentally sent to all 47,000 who applied. We, uh, we accessed the wrong database. She admitted, said one of the rejected applicants, huh? We accessed the wrong database. She admitted, said one of the rejected applicants. It was one of the greatest moments in my life. And then boom, it was one of the lowest. Yeah. Sometimes people just aren't fucking paying attention. That is, that is fucking sad though. Imagine he booked the flight and hotel and everything. Oh, Jesus. Just by hitting the wrong button. Um, an Australian woman, sorry, an Australian accent in Australia. Hmm. A man, a woman, and a dog walked into the Thai spice restaurant in Adelaide, Australia in 2009, only to be told by a waiter, we don't allow dogs in here. The woman responded in her native Australian accent, but he's a gay dog. Offended, the waiter who was from Thailand told them to leave immediately. Uh, <laughs> a few days later, the restaurant owner, Hong Hao Tai To, uh, not fucking around. Hong Hai, Hong Ho Tai Ho received a call from South Australia's Equal Opportunity Tribunal asking him why service was refused to a blind man who came in with a friend uh, and his guide dog. Guide dog, asked Hong. He thought the woman had said gay dog. The restaurant was ordered to apologize to the man and pay him $1,500. My staff genuinely believed that it was an ordinary pet dog, which had been de-sexed to become a gay dog, said Hong. Fuck, people are stupid. Um, a typo. In 1987, I think this is the one. Yeah, this is fucked up. In 1987, Kamjai Thaivorn, 30, was sentenced to 20 years in an Indonesian prison for heroin possession. In 2007, Thaivorn, then 50, told the warden that his sentence had ended and he should be set free. The warden's answer, no, according to the prison's paperwork, uh, Thaivorn began serving in 1997, not 1987, and still had a decade left to go. For the next three years, he pleaded to be set free to no avail. He might still be behind bars today if not for a chance meeting in 2010. Jesus Christ. 2010 with Indonesia's justice minister who was uh, touring the facility. Thavorn told the minister his situation. The matter was looked into and Thavorn was finally freed. Prison op officials apologized, explaining that whoever admitted him must have accidentally typed a nine instead of an eight. Imagine that. Uh, the wrong address. When real estate agent Peter Collard arrived at the six-bedroom house he was trying to sell in Brisbane, Australia in 2010, he was horrified to discover that half of the yard was dug up and 10 palm trees had been ripped out of the ground. 
Next to the devastation were two confused looking workmen and a backhoe. When Collard asked them what the blank they were doing, and trust me, I would have said fuck if it was there, uh, the men quickly loaded the backhoe onto the trailer and without a word drove away. According to the police, they were digging a swimming pool, but due to an address mix-up, they were at the wrong house. The workers were never located and Collard's insurance company denied his claim for compensation. Cost of repair, $20,000. A pin, and this is the last one. An American Airlines 767 landed at the company's maintenance facility in Fort Worth, Texas after a test flight in 2009. Standard procedures dictates that a pin be inserted into the front landing gear to prevent it from retracting while it's on the ground. Someone forgot to follow sta standard procedure. When workers boarded to complete their post-maintenance checklist, one of them pulled the front landing gear lever. The wheel retracted and the 767 plunked down nose first onto the tarmac. Luckily, no one was underneath it, but according to sources from the airlines, the structural damage was so extensive that the plane, which was only six years old and cost $150 million, was beyond repair. How about that, eh? And the running feed at the bottom of the pages. 75% of Hawaii's population lives on one island, Oahu. And only Oscar, to win an Oscar, Oscar Hammerstein II for best song in 1941 and 1945. And that, my friends, is Uncle John's bathroom reader. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Uncle John's heavy-duty bathroom reader. And uh, the article, the little uh, little things mean a lot. Uh, so my partners at PortablePress.com, guys, as always, these, uh, these books are out there. They're fucking awesome. Just fun little things like that that you can read before bed or while you're on the crapper. Um... So yeah, that's uh, that's a thing, um, and uh, and just uh, just one. Uh, well, I, I don't have any new books from uh, from DK. They're sending me some more. I've spoken with my my contact there, so some new ones are coming in the new year for me to review. But as always, guys, I love DK's products. So if you're out and about looking for something good, you know DK will deliver. Um, and uh, and of course, my partners at Summersby. So I'm I'm being a good boy, and I'm not drinking Summersby because it's a lot of sugar. Um, but I still love their product. And for those of you who have self-control and have not destroyed your bodies to the point that I have, uh, know that Summersby is out there. It is delicious and, uh, and give it a try. The sun gives life to the orchard. The orchard gives life to the apple. The apple gives life to Summersby. Summersby is a delicious sweet taste of sunshine imported across the ocean all the way from Denmark. The people in Denmark are smarter, and so are you, if you drink Summersby. <laughs> With flavors like apple, blackberry, pear, elderflower lime, red rhubarb, and a taste as regal as this fake accent, there's something for everyone to enjoy. And now, you can try them all in the Summersby Mixer Pack, available wherever fine beverages are sold. So go on and try for yourself the crisp, refreshing taste of Summersby. <sighs> Your taste buds deserve it. Please drink resplendently. Oh yeah. And uh, and that's it for the sponsors this week. Uh, Absolute Comedy uh, is still deciding whether or not. No, I'm just joking. Uh, I, uh, I talked with Jay and we, uh, our agreement was until the end of the year. Well, it's it's the new one. So... We may or may not have to sit through the uh, absolute comedy ad going forward, guys. Um, I do love them, of course. Um, I'm just trying to make sure that I'm not 
inundating you guys with advertisements needlessly unless they're contributing something back, right? So um, I'm very excited to say that uh, this coming week, um, I got a couple days at the uh, the old source, um, but I leave for uh, for Toronto on Thursday. I will be at Absolute Comedy Toronto from Thursday through Sunday. So anyone in the Toronto area who listens who would love to see me, I would love to see you. Come on out to Absolute Comedy in Toronto. Um, you know, you can go to absolutecomedy.ca and uh, and get tickets online or call and make reservations. I don't, uh, again, don't know the number off the top of the head. Probably should have written it down, but I didn't. Um, yeah, so I'm going to be there uh, till Sunday. Really looking forward to it. I'm going to be doing some podcasts with comic friends of mine in Toronto. Um, it's my first time in Toronto since the podcast started, I believe. So I'm going to make sure that uh, all that stuff is there. Uh, lined up. I know that I'll be speaking, uh, Jason Blanchard, who I just worked with, uh, him and I were supposed to record a podcast today, but I had some stuff came up earlier. He's got some stuff that came up this evening, so it's just not going to work out, but he is at the Kingston absolute comedy, uh, all week long. So on my way to Toronto, I'm actually going to stop there midday, uh, at the condo. We're going to record a podcast and then, uh, and then, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll see if I can get it ed- edited and done and everything like that and posted for Friday. Um, for you guys, but, uh, I know I'm trying to get a hold of some other comics. I've already had some people say that they're, they're interested and they'd like to get together. But of course, with everybody's schedules that being, you know, right after Christmas, um, I'm not going to get anyone excited by saying, here's who we've got and here's who's going to be on. Um, I have, uh, I have done that in the past and not been able to, uh, to make it work. So, um, I'm just, again, just going to try to, to, uh, to let you guys know and, and commit to what I can. So, uh, I know that as it stands right now, Jason and I are going to be trying on Thursday and I hope to have some other great interviews, uh, with some really good friends, um, coming up for you guys in the following week. So I'll record a bunch this week and then we'll, uh, we'll just release them slowly, uh, as January creeps on. Alrighty. So, um, I, I mean, and then the good news is on, on Tuesday when I get back after the, the week there, uh, that's two weeks of club shows done. I get to go back to regular life for a little bit on Tuesday when I come back, um, I have my, uh, my appointment with my doctor. So we get to the, the results of the ultrasound, big cliffhanger ending on this week's episode. Um, it's a short one this week, guys. Um, there's no emails. So, so that's it. That's what I got coming up. I'm, I'm hoping to see a lot of you guys out, uh, you know, at, uh, at absolute Toronto. Um, I would love for you guys to email in. Uh, I know it's the holidays and everyone's been busy, so there's no, uh, a lot of understanding. Um, I, I get it. So, but I would love to know how was your Christmas? Did you guys get any cool stuff? What about new year's? What did you do? What resolutions do you have? What were some of your ups and downs of 2017? I got all sorts of different things that I can, I can say to you guys, but I'd love to know what's, uh, what's going on with you too. You know, as much as you guys invest the time in me, I want to know uh, I'm invested in you too. So where do we, where do we send it? Josh contact at one man podcast.com. And I look forward to, uh, to reading your emails guys and finding out what direction you're going in 2018 at the same time too. You guys can always follow us on, uh, on Twitter and Instagram or, uh, like the Facebook page as, uh, I'm, I'm way behind on the YouTube ones. I keep uh, meaning to, I have to, to do some extra work on the audio and, uh, and file formats and blah, 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 uh, to, to get it up onto YouTube. And then at the end of the day, it doesn't really do much. No one's really watching it on YouTube anyway. So I think I might just do the comedy interviews on there. Um, cause it'll take a lot of time to, to play with the, uh, the YouTube one. So yeah, whatever. There's a YouTube page, but it doesn't really have any content that is beyond the podcast. Whereas the Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, those ones have pictures of the stuff that you guys send in things that I got going on. So, you know, follow, uh, follow that stuff on the, uh, the old social media and, uh, it's a little more content for you guys. So happy, uh, happy, you know, new year. Um, uh, 
Best of luck in 2018. I look forward to seeing where we're all going to go and be. And until I talk to you later, you guys have a lot of fun. Stay warm. I love you. We'll chat soon. Bye.